3: Coming up on Taking Stock, Fritos, Doritos, and Cheetos. Yes, we're going to be talking about PepsiCo quarterly profit topping Wall Street estimates. The shares are higher by more than 1.5%. We're
0: going to be speaking with Joe Agnesi, equity analyst for Consumer Staples at S&P Global Market Intelligence, coming up on Taking Stock. Now to the newsroom. Charlie Pellets there with a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: And I thank you very much, Kathleen. Thank you, Pim Fox. The Dow, the S&P, lower NASDAQ is higher. Stocks are falling. Crude oil's. Slipping below forty-five dollars a barrel on renewed concern about an oversupply in the U.S. Treasuries falling with gold amid easing demand for haven assets before tomorrow's payrolls report. Right now, gold is down six ninety the ounce the thirteen sixty, a drop of five tenths of one percent. Crude oil down two twenty-four a barrel right now, forty-five. 17 on uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude, down 4.8%. Brent Crude, down 5.1%. Filing for U.S. unemployment benefits unexpectedly declined last week to the lowest level since mid-April. The Labor Department said jobless claims dropped by 16,000 to 254,000. White Wave shares surging today. They are up now by 18.6%. Danone has agreed to buy White Wave Foods for about $10 billion, adding the best-selling U.S. soy milk brand Silk and a line of plant-based foods and doubling its size in that market. Ed Hammond covers deals for Bloomberg News sort of pivot towards health and wellness that so we're seeing a lot of the big food groups are trying to do at the moment um, it doesn't come cheap there is a scarcity value there's not many companies that do sort of you know specialize in this space in the way that white wave do and it's the company that has had a huge amount of sort of noise around it for the past couple of years a lot of people have looked at it a lot of people have been interested in it so it, it is expensive but it also does make sense that they're paying up for this very uh highly priced asset PepsiCo shares surging after second quarter profit beat analyst estimates. The company also boosted its full-year forecast, helped by rising sales of snacks and soft drinks in the U.S. PepsiCo shares up now by 1.3%. And it is 2.32 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio.
4: Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. On Capitol Hill, FBI Director James Comey is facing an onslaught of criticism from Republicans regarding his decision not to pursue criminal charges against Hillary Clinton over her use of a private email server. Committee Chairman Jason Chaffetz says he's mystified over how the FBI chief made his decision. The average American, that if they had done what you laid out in your statement, that they'd be in handcuffs. And they might be on their way to jail, and they probably should. Comey maintains there is no evidence the former Secretary of State lied to the FBI. The Justice Department accepted his recommendation and now says the investigation is over. Minnesota's governor is asking the Department of Justice to investigate the shooting of a black man by a police officer during a traffic stop. The victim's girlfriend posted the aftermath of the shooting live on Facebook. She says police pulled over Philando Castile for a broken taillight. The couple's daughter was in the back seat of the car. Here's Minneapolis NAACP President Nakima Levy-Pounds.
5: The reality is that something needs to be done, and it needs to happen with a sense of urgency. We're tired of the excuses. We're tired of the status quo. We're tired of people being killed at the hands of those who are supposed to protect and serve.
4: And swimming hours for women only will continue at two Brooklyn pools. That's after city officials determined the pool's policy does not qualify as gender discrimination. Women only swimming at the sites in Williamsburg and Crown Heights is largely meant to accommodate Orthodox Jewish women whose religious beliefs bar them from bathing with men. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Charlie?
2: And we thank you. And again, recapping the Dow and S&P are lower. NASDAQ is higher. S&P 500 index now down 9 points at 2,090, a drop of 4 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellett. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio.
0: So you thought maybe sugary soft drinks and snack foods are on their way out in a new, more health-conscious world? Well, think again. Results out from Pepsi beating estimates, and our next guest is actually lifting his 12-month target on Pepsi by $4 to $122 a share. Joe Agnese joins us now, equity analyst for Consumer Staples at S&P Global Market Intelligence here in New York City. Joe, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. So, Pepsi, what made the quarter so good?
5: Well, they reported solid organic sales growth of 3.3%. This was driven by 4% growth at Friolet, uh, which is an improvement over the prior year, and improving pricing at the North American beverages, their uh, beverage group. Developing markets up 7%. This is being fueled by uh, improved portfolio of healthier options, health and wellness, as people say. The packaged food companies are shifting towards uh, health and wellness as the consumer's desire to eat better. Um, these, these sales are being fueled by cost savings due to the company's multi-year productivity improvement initiative, which we see uh, further supporting EPS growth going forward.
3: I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about some of the divisions. I mean, let's start off with the Quaker Foods operation in North America. Lower raw material costs, productivity gains, and uh, they cut some uh, operations at a joint uh, venture for uh, dairy products.
5: Yeah, so uh, Quaker Foods is a smaller division of the company. Uh, What they're doing there is part of their overall growth strategy, which is shifting their products and ingredients towards uh, healthier eating, uh, in, in Quaker, for instance, they're launching snack bars, which is a convenient uh, item that consumers are shifting towards. This is helping support uh, revenue growth in the division. But uh, as I said, the Quaker food division is a little bit smaller of a division. Frito-Lay is uh, the largest division for the company. It generates about almost 40% of total profit. Uh, and, again, there they're, they're uh, adding natural ingredients, uh, eliminating artificial colors and flavors launching new products, which uh, we expect to help drive sales growth in the second half of the year. Could you just give us a
0: sense, though? So on the margin, it seems to me they're adding some products that are helping, um, but they sell products around the world. If you look at, if you just kind of divide this into truly like healthier, less sugar uh, products versus everything else, are they still getting by far and away the bulk of their profit from kind of the sugary drinks and the snacky snack foods?
5: Well, uh, the beverage uh, sales are about half of total sales, a little bit more of the profits. Uh, the, the weakness everybody tends to focus on is in the carbonate soft drink, which continues to decline along with the diet beverages. Uh, but within beverages itself, they're shifting towards uh, non-carbonated drinks, which are doing extremely well, they've got brands such as Gatorade and Tropicana, which are, which are growing strongly. Uh, outside of the beverage division, they do focus on salty and savory snacks, uh, which is performing extremely well. Um, there they're focusing packages sizes on, on larger packages, family and party-sized packages, uh, and they're shifting the ingredients to give options to consumers who prefer to eat healthier, so they're uh, launching lower-fat products. Uh, reduced calorie products uh, such as those that that, that fit the consumer trend.
3: Can you tell us a little bit about some of these new products? Because I'm looking at what's called the Kraft Cola brand, 1893. Uh, How does that fit in with the idea that they're going to bring back Diet Pepsi that's made with aspartame? That's less than a year after they changed the sweetener for Diet Pepsi.
5: What they're doing is there's a uh, fragmentation of the market. So uh, there's many different consumer groups that, that are seeking different uh, they have different desires for cola. But the Pepsi 1893 is a, a premium product, comes in a sleek can. It's made with real sugar. Uh, the, the diet uh, soda with the aspartame that you mentioned uh, is going to be, uh, they, they pulled it from shelves. they got uh, a backlash from consumers who uh, were very loyal to the product, and so they've recognized that they've Made a mistake in pulling that product, and they're now going to add it back, giving consumers options and choices across the beverage category uh, to better meet demands of the consumers today.
0: Uh, Acquisitions—they uh, have their flesh with cash. They're looking to spend.
5: Uh, yeah, I think they're they are looking to spend. But I, I would be surprised that they made uh, a, a significant large acquisition. Uh, they mentioned today in the call that. Uh, tuck, Tuck-in acquisitions will be the most likely way they go. Um, and, again, I would think that would focus on uh, healthier, organic-type uh, items that, that fit into the snack category, into the you know, salting, savory-type snack category, and not uh, significant acquisitions like you're seeing some other uh, players make within the packaged food space
2: they not
3: like the uh, the acquisition today announced by Danon uh, for WhiteWave, uh, estimated value about ten billion dollars. Thank you very much, uh, Joe and Anjeysi. He is equity analyst, consumer staples for S and P Global Market Intelligence. You can follow them on Twitter at S P Capital I Q. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host Kathleen Hayes. Right now, the shares of PepsiCo, they are up more than one and a quarter percent, trading at $107.34. This is Bloomberg.
0: FBI Director James Comey defending his recommendations against pursuing criminal charges for Hillary Clinton over use of her private email while Secretary of State. Is it over? Are the Republicans going to rest now? That's coming up on Bloomberg.